Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to this week's Flashback Fun and News. First off, before I forget, a very, very special happy birthday shout-out to my roommate Cassie Laughlin, who turns 36 today. Although she is currently in the Carolinas, I hope that the major horror movie and Scott Mercury and Johnny Depp fan has a very wonderful birthday. She shares her birthday with actor Mike Vogel, Donald Sutherland, Carrie Fisher's daughter Billy Lord, actor Alice Winter who played Bill in the Bill and Ted trilogy, actor Jason Clark, Biddy Schramm, Diesel ha- David Hasselhoff, and Duchess Camelia Parker Bowles. Today is also the debut anniversary for 2013's Turbo, 2015's Trainwreck and Ant-Man, 2009's 500 Days of Summer, 2002's Eight-Legged Friend, Freaks, the last year's just-canceled Netflix series, Cursed, 1998's The Mask of Zorro, and 1996's Multiplicity. Happy early birthday to the one and only Vin Diesel, along with Christian Bell, Wendy Williams, the late world leader Nelson Mandela, Priyanka Shopper Jonas, Chase Crawford, Chris Hemsworth's wife Elsa Pataki, and Lamar Johnson, who all celebrate birthdays tomorrow. 2008's The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia, 2003's Bad Boys 2 and Johnny English, 1990's Arachnophobia, 1986's Aliens, 2013's anime-like animated series RWBY and 2001's Jurassic Park all debuted today as well. Variety.com reported some sad news this morning. Rapper Biz Markle, the rapper whose classic Just a Friend was a major hit in 1989 and has since been sampled in countless songs and videos, has died. He passed in a Baltimore hospital from complications of diabetes. He was 57. TMZ broke the story of his death but weeks before a flurry of reports prematurely told of his death that was dispelled by his manager, but it was acknowledged that he had been in ill health for some time. During his career, he worked as a rapper, singer, DJ, producer, record producer, record producer actor, comedian, and writer. His debut album, Going Off, came out in 1988, led by the circle, but, but led by the single, Make the Music with Your Mouth Biz. He made appearances on Fox's In Loving Color and in the film Men in Black 2. He also appeared in the TV series Fastlane, Kung Fao, Celebrity Fit Club, The Andy Milonakis Show, Nick Cannon's Wild and Out, and dozens of episodes of Nick Jr.'s kid show, Yo Gabba Gabba. Markle opened the show on Chris Rock's No Apologies Tour in 2008, 
spinning other artists but closing with his own major hit. He also resurfaced in a Radio Shack commercial, repeating the line, Oh, snap! Guess what I saw? From just a friend. Later in his career, he guessed out on the SpongeBob SquarePants episode, Kenny the Cat, and did voice acting work on an episode of the animated Adventure Time. In 2014, he appeared in Sharknado 2, the second one, and surfaced in 2016 on the Fox TV show series Empire, performing once again, Just a Friend. He was also in the ABC series Blackish in 2017. His career was capped by hosting a weekday satellite radio show on Sirius XM. Rest in peace. Bad news, Bridgerton fans. Deadline.com reported early this morning Netflix has halted the Bridgerton season two shoot for the second time in a week after another positive COVID test hit the widely popular Regency era drama Deadline can reveal. It has halted the shoot for an undetermined amount of time as the Shondaland producers and the streaming titan can set its time for a safe return as the Delta variant of coronavirus surges across the United Kingdom. Get out your pinks, jacksons, and roller skates, Grease fans. The Hollywood Reporter announced yesterday Paramount Plus's streaming service has given a series order to its prequel to the iconic musical Grease, Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies. The website stated the 10-episode show is the first pickup under new Paramount Plus topper Nicole Clements, who also runs Paramount TV Studios, which is producing the prequel. Rise of the Pink Lady takes place four years before the original Grease, per the show's long line. Before rock and roll, before the T-Birds were the coolest in the school, four fed-up outcast girls dare to have fun on their own terms, sparking a moral panic that will change right or high forever. The show has taken a rather long road to its green-lighted Paramount Plus. The show was originally titled Grease, Rydal High, and scared a straight-to-series order from HBO Max in October 2019 under then-Warner Media Entertainment and direct-to-consumer boss Bob Greenblatt and Chief Content Officer Kevin O'Reilly. HBO Max scrapped the series, however, after a management change that saw HBO head Casey Blois take the streamer under his purview. It then moved to Paramount Plus, where it underwent a creative overhaul and got a new title. Now, keep in mind that Paramount is also working on a feature film prequel to the 1978 musical called Summer Lovin'. Bill Murray has joined the cast of Wes Anderson's new film, Variety.com. Announced yesterday. Aside from Murray joining Tilda Swinton, who is his co-star in Anderson's next feature, The French Dispatch, which just had its world premiere at the Cannes Film Festival and will bow in the U.S. in October, the only thing we know about the film is that it will shoot in Spain starting in August. Today's flashback fun actually involves two films from 2001. A week ago, Mike Donovan, who was a part of WKKL from 
2007 to 2010, as Maestro Mike had a big milestone birthday. He just loves movies with Charlize Theron, Amanda Seyfried, Anne Hathaway, and Mila Kunis, like El Enchanted, A Million Ways to Die in the West, Ted, The Mamma Mia Films, Bad Teacher, Bad Moms, Brokeback Mountain, The Dark Knight Rises, and Les Miserables, Hathaway and Seyfried. But he has requested I talk about Hathaway's breakout film, which she starred along with Julie Andrews, Hector Alonso, and Heather Matrazo, a little fun comedy family romance film called The Princess Diaries, that was a royal 20 years old on August 3rd this year. To quote Hathaway's Mianthropolis from the film, Shut up! I beg your pardon? What I mean is, gee whiz! The film version of Meg Cabot's 2000 novel, the same name, was produced by the late Whitney Houston and directed by the late Gary Marshall. Mia, a clumsy San Francisco teen, discovers that she's the heir to the heir, to the throne of the Camp Genovia, to the kingdom of Genovia, ruled by her grandmother, Queen Clarice Rinaldi. Thus begins a transformation that will change Mia's life forever. It was a huge success, both critically and financially, grossing $165.3 million worldwide and elevating its then-unknown lead star to Hollywood royalty status. A prequel, The Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement, which introduced the world to Chris Pine, was released in August 2004. Did you know that it was actually Hathaway's idea for her to rush to break in her hair at the start of her makeover? And this marked the first time Mandy Moore, who played Bully Lana, had a role in a Disney film. She would later work on the Disney animated movies 2010's Tangled and Brother Bear 2 in 2006. What's also neat is that Dame Halloran was considered for the role of Queen Clarice Rinaldi. Our other flashback film came out a little over four months after The Princess Diaries on December 25th, 2001, and is the opposite of the family rom-com. The biographical sports drama, Ali, directed and written by Michael Mann, picked by Cassie Steinberg of Hyannis, Massachusetts, the drama, which stars Will Smith, Jamie Foxx, Juan Carlo Esposito, John Foy, Mario Van Pebbles, and Jeffrey Wright, focused on 10 crucial years in boxing legend Muhammad Ali's life from 1964 to 1974, which involved taking the heavyweight title from Sonny Liston, his conversion to Islam, his banishment from boxing, returning the sport, and reclaiming his title from George Foreman in the 1974 Rubble in the Br- Rumble in the Jungle fight. Though it was well received, it was well received by critics, but a box office flop, only taking in 87.7 million boxing bets on a 107-118 million price tag. 
Despite being a blockbuster dud, Will Smith and John Voight still received Academy Award nominations for Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. Did you know that Smith actually turned down the role of Ali, but he relented after the real Muhammad Ali called him and asked him to take the role, since he was the only one good-looking enough, good-looking as him, to take the role. And Smith was actually a pallbearer at Ali's funeral on June 10, 2016. What's neat is that Carlo, Juan Carlo Exposito, who plays Muhammad Ali's dad, was also in 1992's Malcolm X as one of Malcolm X's assassins. That's all for this week's Flashback Fun, folks. So as always, stay safe, and I'll see you at the movies. Bye!